Most people struggle to respond when somebody asks the all too familiar question, what do you do? And because of that, they're missing out on marketing opportunities every day. My name is Kurt Stockwell, and as a StoryBrand certified guide with over 11 years of marketing experience, I've helped hundreds of businesses create marketing that actually works. You're listening to the One-Liner Workshop Podcast, and in every episode, you'll learn how to create a powerful one-liner that'll make people want to do business with you. Today, I'm talking with Tara Weir, who is a corporate leadership development and communication specialist and owner of Powerful Connections Now. Tara's biggest struggle when answering the question, what do you do, is always explaining what she does differently every time she's asked. This results in a message that's not clear, and because it's different every time, it's not memorable and repeatable. In about 10 minutes, Tara and I are gonna solve this problem and give her confidence by creating a clear and memorable one-liner. Let's get started. Where do you think you would use a one to two sentence answer to the question, what do you do? And what I'm asking there is, would you feel like you would use this more in a backyard barbecue kind of a setting? So somebody who doesn't have any idea, anything about your industry, or do you feel like a response to what you do would be more helpful in what I call a trade show setting? The trade show setting is people is are familiar with your industry and familiar with kind of some of that vernacular. So where do you feel like would be the best uh, launching off point for this conversation that would best suit you? Yes. That's a really good question. Probably that they don't know anything backyard barbecue. Yeah. Because when I go to a trade show, it's usually to go speak and, and I'm like not of the industry. I'm coming and bringing my expertise. Right. Right. So they don't really know me or my industry either. So I think the backyard barbecue makes sense. Backyard barbecue. So you're talking to people and getting opportunities just with the average Joe. Somebody asked a question, what do you do? And my, my conviction is that you should be able to answer this in one to two sentences in a way that, um, speaks to that person because they, maybe they're a potential customer, but more than likely they are not your customer, but they know somebody who is. So when you can answer the question, what do you do in a way that is impactful and most importantly, memorable, that person can walk away and they're like, Oh my word, you have to talk to my brother-in-law or you have to talk to my mom or my coworker or whatever, or, you know, I'm part of this, you know, I, I know what you do. So I'm part of this team and I would love to introduce you to my manager. And what they can do then is, is with the correct response from you in a way that's not full of shop talk, not full of industry speak, they can go to their boss and be like, you got to meet Tara. Tara does this. And they repeat what you say. And it makes sense to them because often when people are confused by what the answer to the question of what do you do, they'll smile and nod and listen to you. And you'll kind of have a conversation that ebbs and flows around not really understanding each other. And then you're walking away to the next person at the barbecue going, I don't really know what she does, but she seems happy doing it and good for her. Right. (laughs) But we don't want that. We want to create more opportunities for you to uh, do what you do. Currently, what is your struggle when somebody asks, what do you do? What, what, what do you kind of feel like you have to, you have to reach for? Well, I have to figure out, I find myself kind of like spinning, figuring out like, well, how do I put it? So they get it. Right. And so I'm kind of like thinking about like, well, who are they and where do they come from and what, what's their role maybe? Or so it's like, I find, so I do like, I, I don't have one, one liner. I just have a whole bunch. And I try yeah. them out all the time, all these different yeah. ones. Yeah. So I'm looking forward what, to having one liner. Tell me what industry you're in. 
I am in the leadership development and communication industry, training and coaching. Leadership development and communication, training and coaching. Okay. And your customer is likely, is most likely, um, who is it like uh, corporations? Is it, uh, like a Vista is, is somebody local here to Spokane. We both live in Spokane, Washington, and they're the power company. And so they have teams upon teams upon teams. Would it, would a corporation like that be hiring you? Yes, absolutely. They're one, one area that I work. I also help out with nonprofit agencies that have, you know, uh, executive director and assistant director, and then a team that okay. makes the wheels turn. And so I've worked with their team. So small to large. Okay. And your solution, um, helps teams communicate better. And yes. ultimately be more productive, right? Yes. Yes, okay. exactly. Exactly. Would you say the majority of, of larger businesses who have teams, the, the struggle is not necessarily the inefficiency of the, of the production of the product, but it's of the people not being able to live in a symbiotic relationship. Is, would you say that's the biggest thing that you find in corporations? By far, hands down, the biggest thing in, in most organizations, even large down to the small, small teams, it often comes down to, we just, we aren't getting along or we're avoiding conflict or we're mismanaging conflict. We're having conversations that, that, that like miss each other, um, or that trigger each other. Um, so it's, it, it almost always comes down to interpersonal. And that's actually one of the top reasons people leave a job or leave a company, a company, um, is because of interpersonal challenges with somebody, a part of that team. So, um, we've kind of talked about the problem that you solve. How does Tara Weir uniquely solve that problem? Well, it's a combination of identifying with the person, my point of contact, whoever has brought me in. Um, sometimes it's an employee and they say, Hey, you know, talk to my supervisor. I think our team could use this. So the decision maker is usually the person I'm in contact with. And then we really identify strengths and um, celebrations of their leadership, interpersonal communication skills, and also identify areas that need development. So from there, we determine what combination of maybe a group training, maybe leadership coaching, maybe it's communication coaching, everyone on the line. Um, so it's, it's a mix. And then, and then really what it comes down to for me and the work that I do personally my method, my lens as a coach and trainer is that it's, it's all about being able to bring our best to the table. And the truth is we're human beings and we trigger each other. So my intention is to bring my best to the table. And yet I find myself reactive, overreactive, and um, not very effective or productive. So it's really about helping that person learn about what really helps them be their best. What is it that they need in order to really shine and then how to communicate that. It's really comes down to emotional intelligence, like having the awareness to see that I'm triggered, manage my and regulate my emotions, and then really be able to be in touch with and connect with that other person and what's going on for them and their, their reactivity or their thoughts and needs. And then 
um, managing our working relationship through open dialogue and courageous conversations. Um, so with a group and, and one-on-one conversations, you identify what the individual brings to what each individual brings to the table. Uh, usually it's, I, I work with the leader and I get their perspective on that. And then, and then they decide who it is that I might work with. Maybe sure. it's everybody, maybe it's one-on-one, maybe it's as a group. Um, and then, and then I have the, then I have the, the joy of seeing like, where are the strengths of that team? Um, where are some areas? So it's a collaboration between the person who has brought me in and my own assessment. I have some tools that I use. And then I get a really clear sense of where are they at and where do they want to go? What I heard you say is you identify problem areas and through uh, group and one-on-one conversations, you help both the leadership and the employee. Yes. Yep. Okay. So then that's what you uniquely do. Um, and I, when I, in you, when you say like, I don't know if I uniquely do that versus, you know, like the next person, I think again, in that backyard barbecue conversation, it really does set you, set you apart in their mind that this isn't just some sort of, um, a, uh, off the shelf program. And, and, and it's uniquely this great combination of, of methods and models and Mm -hmm. experience. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's uniquely me. Yeah. Right on. Cool. And then how do people feel after Mm. you identify those problems and find solutions? So they feel um, more peaceful because they're more Mm. in alignment with who they've come here to be, what kind of um, employee, what kind of leader, what kind of person they want to be empowered, incredibly empowered. They are, they, they have a sense of a sense of empowerment around being able to discern instead of being kind of driven by this critic inside of us. So what I heard you say is um, it helps the individual bring their best to the table. They find work, they find joy in their work again. And it's a peaceful, empowered and productive work environment. Yes. Okay. So let's put all this together. Yeah. So if we said, if somebody said, what do you do? And we, and your reply started with something like many businesses struggle to grow because of an unhealthy work culture. Yeah. The the average person would go, I know what unhealthy is and I know what a work culture is and I know what a business is. We're not using any funny words in there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think that's, that's a good first sentence there. So, um, many businesses struggle to grow because of an unhealthy work culture. Um, and, uh, the next thing there is how do you, what do you uniquely do? Um, so I help business, I help these businesses identify problem areas. Mm-hmm. Would you say that that's accurate? Mm-hmm. Uh, and through group and one-on-one conversations with the leadership and the employees. Yeah. And maybe, maybe I don't have to, do I need to spell that out? Maybe I can be a little more general there. Actually, you could say, I help these I help these businesses identify problem areas and work with both the leadership and the employees. Sometimes I say individuals, leaders, and teams, because like individual could be anybody leader is in charge of oh, yeah. and then team. So, okay. I help biz- I help these business- businesses identify problem areas and work with individuals, leaders, and teams to what? To play better together, play nicer together. <laughs> yeah, to be nice. Everybody be nice. Just be nice. <laughs> um, 
I help these businesses identify problem areas and then and then work with and then work with individuals, leaders, and teams to create a to create a healthy work culture. Yeah. Yeah. When you have a healthy work culture, there's ownership. People take responsibility for their for their stuff, for their reactions, for their their work, for their their strengths and their areas of growth. Many businesses struggle because of an unhealthy work culture. I, I help identify problem areas, work with individuals, leaders, and teams to create a healthy work culture so they can grow. Many uh, people find joy in their work again, and the business is peaceful, empowered, and productive. Yes. I, I, I love that you brought up the word grow to start with, because that is like personal growth, professional growth, and growing mm. as a company, because it's like people grow um, you know, when we grow, the company grows. So I, the word grow is perfect for that. Yeah. Many businesses struggle due to an unhealthy culture. I help identify problem areas, work with individuals, leaders, and teams to create a healthy work culture so they can grow. People find joy in their work again, feel empowered, and the business is peaceful and productive. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I'm going to take this language and utilize it. Cause a lot of people ask me for bios and, you mm-hmm. know, like, well, what, just give me a overview of what, you know, this is a great entry, you know, intro to that. I think that this would be a great way of no, nobody who hears this would feel, um, uh, like, Oh, I don't know what she's talking about. I, she's talking over my head. She's, she's using words. I don't understand. I'm just going to smile and nod and try to find <laughs> the chip bowl, you know, <laughs> at, the, at the backyard barbecue. <laughs> Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow the One Liner Workshop wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, businesses that succeed in today's marketplace invest in clarity and reject confusion. A One Liner is the first step in creating marketing that works. And if you're ready to take all your marketing to the next level, please visit welldressedwalrus.com and schedule a free consultation with me. I'll see you next time for the next episode of the One Liner Workshop.